Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Random with Mo. If this is your first time, you're welcome. I am so happy to have you tune into this amazing, if I do this to myself, podcast. Today's episode is a very random, I believe it's the most random episode I've ever put out. <laughs> it's a random car conversation I had with my brother. I'm legit right now in the car, driving in front of the steering. And yeah, we just had a very random conversation. So please bear with me and please I apologize for all the car noises and background noises that you might hear but I do hope you enjoyed this conversation and this is just a shout out to my brother whose birthday is today yes happy birthday Finn you're the best brother ever and yeah I love you so much enjoy this episode guys hi guys you're listening to not a random with Mo, the podcast about anything and everything relatable and I am your host Mo Yosore How are you doing? Anyways, introduce yourself. Who are you? What's your name? What do you do? Who am I? What, what do I do? <laughs> yes. I am a follower Israel Aladishi, aka MI. I'm a child of God. I am a graduate of petroleum and gas engineering. I'm a spoken word artist, a graphic minister. I will soon to be data analyst by the grace of God. By the grace of God. But um, who am I? Yeah, so I am someone who I consider myself a creative now. So I am an ambivalent, but I'm more introverted. I really like talking. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I like talking. So depending on what we're talking about, I don't know. So I, I think that's me. Okay. So, so that that. Did you so. did you always consider yourself as a creative? <laughs> no. So how did you down? How did you arrive at that conclusion? <laughs> Apart from the fact that God is a creative, so all the children are creatives. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, growing up, I was never, if I never thought I had talent, that was, that was where it was, I never thought I had talent, because then what was considered talent was you can drum, you can, you can, you can play the instrument, you can dance, you can sing, or you can draw, stuff like that. So, and I did not fit into any of those. I did not think I was, I, don't, I didn't think there was anything really fun about myself, so. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just never thought I had. So anytime they say, what's your talent? I never actually knew, you know, so. But fast forward to, fast forward to like, um, what was that? Okay, so I think secondary school, I started drawing a bit, but I knew, but I wasn't still good. I didn't think I was a natural, gifted, you know, what they call it now is the artist or whatever. I mean, it wasn't even that serious, but I just used to sketch a bit. When there was a day, I drew something from one, um, what do you call that thing now? This is it, this international um, exam that these guys used to do then in school, in secondary school. I forgot him. 
shout out from that things because you want dragon on the board you know ss3 then we didn't there was a time we were not really like doing much so i drew it on our board like and it came out pretty good you know but apart from that of course that was just like for me it was just a phase i just i just went like okay i was good enough in sketching a bit you know but i didn't still think i was an artist right so um okay what else switch off your lights Zero. off uh-huh. so okay fast forward to um university then year one rcf was doing this drama um freshers nights freshers night and then one service where, like if you want to volunteer there was the choir i can sing there's then there was drama and i just remember that sunday i was at the back and people were taking writing their names down and then I was just sitting out like I was battling in my mind. If you wanted to join or not. No, yeah, so there was just that voice. Just do something that is not you. Just do something that is not you. That was just what was... So I just stood up. I just wrote my name before I changed my mind. And mm-hmm. I was like, whatever happens. And um, it happened that they now casted me as the lead um, role, I mean, yeah. character. So, G, so... So, and then I just found that I just enjoyed this. Even though I didn't know much. I mean, the last yeah. time I did anything was like pre-teens church or teens church that everybody will act, whether you know you can <laughs> act or not. So, but I, I found I enjoyed this thing and people were like, I, 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 you're good. I'm yeah. like, are you serious? <laughs> Even me, I'm just think, I'm just discovering this. So, so I think I just started from there. I wanted to join drama in this, but RCF did not put me there. But then in my faculty fellowship, they had drama units right so even though i was not a worker then yeah. but because most of them were also like rcf so even the drama can just called me that you just be part of our yeah. drama do you understand so that was another place i acted so in in school funny enough i didn't really act so much but i just started getting interested in that you get so that was like the first time i considered myself doing anything you know, that I'll say, okay, maybe I'm, I have a talent in this thing. Do you understand? Because you, you came out of your comfort zone. Exactly. So, then, then, yet, was it yet to, um, Quinesta was doing that hangout thing on camp. And then she just met me after service. Um, that, I think, just said, Fian, I think you'll be good in spoken word. <laughs> me in my mind, what I said, what is, what is spoken word? I don't even know what spoken word is. Anything I know is poetry, and I do like poetry because mm. I never understand. And I just felt poets where people wanted to sound smart, so <laughs> confusing everybody. So, but then she showed me, she was like, Don't worry, she now showed me a video of one guy doing stuff, and okay. Then she, she had the write up, yeah, that made it easy for me. Uh, songs of Solomon or something, so she sent it to me. Then I now went to just search online. Spoken word that I found. That's when I now found. Okay, after after I now found Jackie Perry, um, Preston, Janet Higgs. So they they were doing that one. Mm-hmm. Then actually search. How do you write powers? Search it. How do you write a poem? In how do you write spoken word? I, I mean, I was just checking and because I didn't even know where to start yeah. from. So it's not like I knew anybody that was doing it, right? So, but that one too came, and one. We were at chapel, so you know she was she was an escort then. Mm-hmm. Pastor Dan, Daniel um Akonde was 
was um, Brothers Konito. So that day before, so we had we had PSF meeting that night. So they were now discussing, and then Prince Summer was like, Yeah, come and rehearse what you're going to do at my event. I was like, ah, Now, okay, you will do part of <laughs> So I shall did it, and then I could, was like, Can you do this for our brothers and sisters Sunday? That's mm. come. <laughs> I said, Me, whenever I would do <laughs> you know, I would do it for the first year. When ah. I remember, I think I remember, I remember that. Were you in, were you in our safe then? You when you were in year three. No, it was not year three, I did it. It was year two. Okay. Oh, yeah. It was year two, not year one. It was year two. So, and so that's how Journey to Spoken was started, though. Mm. Right? So, everything just looks like coincidence or something, but that's just how it happened for me. So, it was more like I, they stumbled on me or something like that. I didn't really. It's like those things just found me. Yeah. You get. Okay. So, what would you. What would you tell anybody that feels like oh they don't have a talent or they feel like this is the only one thing that they have or somebody that is trying to break out into maybe the creative space or any space they are in what advice would you give to such people even me I'm still breaking out into <laughs> but as for talent now I don't believe there's there's anybody that doesn't have mm-hmm. I don't think it's not possible because yeah. um God Everybody was born for a purpose. So for that very reason, there's something in you mm-hmm. that is a gift, that is a talent. The fact that you are born means there's something. You get and um scripture makes us understand that in the parable of talents, even there was one that was given one. Yes. But everybody had. Mm-hmm. So whether you think you have one, you have five, it doesn't really matter. I what matters is what you do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the funny thing about that parable was. The master, when he came back, the same appraiser he gave the one that had five that did 100% return, the one that had two that did 100% yes. return. It was the same. There was no, oh, you, you, did more, you have so you five. You get so well done, good and faithful, faithful servant. servant. You have been faithful in little now, much more be given. It was the same thing. So even to yeah. God, it doesn't matter whether you have one, five, ten, you know, and he said he has given to everybody according to the measure of faith, mm-hmm. you know, according to the grace of God. You get so you have whatever, even if it's one, you have an ability, you have an ability to make good use of that one. And when you are faithful in it, you find out that there's still more. You know, and I believe that even in that one, there's still more. Mm-hmm. You get so it's just about throughout your course, course of life, you actually start discovering more about yourself. You know, and talent is not like I said, it doesn't have to be something that is always out there. Your talent or your gifts can can be that you're very good at organizing people, you're very good at managing people, you're very good in in leading people, you're very mm. good in giving, you're very good in being hospitable. Not everybody yeah, so is there's hospitable. No, there's no such thing as this one. Jonas, you know, doesn't matter exactly. Or. And if you just pay attention, you realize that there's just something different about this person that mm. just makes everybody feel warm and welcome. It's not everybody that can do yes. that. So that in itself is a gift. You know? So sometimes I just feel like it's taking a step back to actually say, okay, what is that thing that maybe people have said I'm really good at? Mm you know or i do easily yes. than others and then you just like leverage on that you know okay. but yeah that's it how does it feel like being a boy or a guy in nigerian society because i mean i ask because i hear a lot of guys <laughs> talk about how oh it's so difficult being a guy in the world, nobody cares about you, things like that. So, like, how from your own angle, how does it feel like? 
here. I think. Okay, let me just speak like from my own point of view. I think. Um, I feel I I look okay, I know that there's a whole lot of learning that you'd have to redo now to be to be a guy that doesn't just come just like that. So I've come to realize that truly. Um, you know, because of course it's from boys to men so it's from being a boy to being a man and there's i mean there's of course there are phases right and um stages of growth that everyone go through but he, there's still there's still a lot to learn right so from being a, in fact sometimes i just think about how the transition from adolescence, like, is it adolescence now? Being a childhood to, to being a youth. Being a youth, and then the teenage, teenage phase as well. So I just think back about how, like, how mine was and how not lucky, but not lucky, but just God just like had mercy really and grace because in that phase so much can go wrong. Yeah. If there's no careful um you know, whether it's tutelage or monitoring or whatever. And the same goes for women basically yeah. but but for guys it's because um I feel like the the damage can, you know, because whether we like it or not, the men are the, the like they, they, they kind of are the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have a working society if you don't have solid men there. You can't have a, a, a have a solid family if you don't have solid men then right so point being so i think where i'm going is that for me like the phase i am now i think there's just a lot of navigation to do um you know nobody wants to fail everybody wants to be successful so there's you now being responsible for yourself you know oh you need to have vision you need to begin to think about not just yourself, the kind of family that you want to have, um, and then life skills that you need because you're going to have to lead people. So there's the leadership aspect as well. There's, you know, you just being, you just have to all around development because you are going to be leading human beings. You're going to be leading not just your wife or your children that you end up having by the grace of God, you know, that's what you want to have for them. You know, so I just feel like there's a lot in that regard. And then just like societal, I mean, the kind of society that we are now, it just feels like truly um, there's this wave and this thing that is spreading that seems like society wants to just do away with. 
not just men but women as well but mm. then it's like there's so much um hostility so now men don't even know how to be men again because yeah. what we knew as manhood before now people are saying there's something wrong with it mm. and you know so it's like i don't even know what to do again yeah. like sometimes you're even just very careful you know just like the good doctor that we're watching if you notice like in the recent episodes yeah. they use this was it just was it the good doctor what other movie did i watch okay it was wednesday too this um slang man's man's planning i don't know if you heard it mm. so they used it there they used it in wednesday too so now there's mansplaining. Of course, the other side is mansplaining, but it's the women that came up with this thing first. Yeah. So there's, oh, are you trying to explain? Or are you trying to tell me what I can do, what I cannot do? If you do this, you are you are trying to say I'm a weaker vessel. You know, so a guy cannot say, oh, I just want to help you. Mm. You'll feel like, eh, what are you trying to say? That so I can't I help myself. <laughs> Oh, now some 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 ladies tell you don't open door for me. You know, <laughs> it means that you just find natural for you because just just what men or how men were programmed. Yeah. You know, so now it's like even men are trying to be careful not to be too manly again before they say, oh, this is toxic mas- masculinity. Mm. <laughs> so now what you're hearing is toxic masculinity. If you check it, it's just what a man is. Like there's no um toxic, but but because the world has now defined it as that. So now guys are like cookie okay, so what are we now we're not even finding our place again so if you think about the things society calls all this stuff like this now you just find that a lot of people are now confused you know and then there's the of course there are different aspects so so for me just like you know right now just okay what do i actually have to know to be successful as a, as a man that would lead his family that would first of all lead himself mm-hmm. you know so the first thing is just even you leading yourself. So how can I do that successfully? And then as well, I have to think of, oh, the future as well, you know, there's the vision part. So like, God, give me vision. I don't want to be someone who doesn't have vision. I don't want to be someone who cannot, you know, think ahead because then there's that part of being a man as well. So the truth is, I just learned, like, I think I just recently, because I was listening to a podcast, Living Waters, and they were talking about they talk about both sides, uh, masculinity and femi- femininity, right? But it just made me understand that truly, see, there's no how you want to make it sound like, you know, I know women sometimes can be very, you know, the truth is there's pressure. There, there's, no, there's no life without pressure. <laughs> so you can't, you can't take the pressure away. So I think the, the earlier you realize that, look, being a man, there's work. Forget what any other person is telling you. See, even if they are saying it with the, um, you know, and they're actually being sincere and everything about, oh, you don't have to think too much, you don't have whatever. See, guy, there's work, there's a lot of thinking that needs to be done, there's a lot of planning, that needs, there's a lot of navigation, you know, and guidance too, right? So, basically, in a nutshell, um, I think right now it's just a lot of learning for me and knowing really what a man is according to God's standard is. So I think in all of the confusion that the world might be having you know, for us, it's just 
God is not confused. So start from there. Okay, God is not confused. Okay, so what is God's mind? Okay, and I think if that is just all you are seeking, then the confusion will actually not be there anymore. Do you get so? Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, I think I'm just grateful that. Um, return your hand. That you're too close to. That is yeah, so I'm just grateful that you know, by the mercy of God, like what could have gotten me at the younger age, like I just escaped it. Because <laughs> when I just think about ah, what if this, what if, what if this, this thing just continued? What if, you know, there's so many things that could have gone wrong, but for me, I'm grateful, right? And then now it's just okay. How do you now navigate this phase that you are now? Ah. Lastly, so. how does it feel like having two sisters? <laughs> well, honestly, it's. I think it's good. I think, yeah, I think it's, it's a it's a blessing because you get to learn a lot through them, and like, yeah, and I think it's also good because. What kind of person I'm. it's always good to just have people that oh you know even want to just talk even yeah. though sometimes it's too much but <laughs> at least there's that provision to mm. get rather than not having at yeah. all you get and then there's the learning just about how women are how ladies are can can, can be so there's that part so now it's not all too weird for you you know, if, assuming you did not have yes. so many people, and you know, we now have cousins, and most of them are like female, at least from mom's side. Generally speaking, I have more, I have a lot of women around me, even from my family, do you guess? So I'm grateful for that. And yeah, I mean, even though I always, today I always, if if it was up to me, I think looking at other people, I sometimes wish, oh, I wish I had an elder sister or something. Yeah. Even then, I used to really think about it, but now, it is what there's not, you can't go back. Or <laughs> you get so, but now my own family, I feel like, oh, I'd love to have a, a girl first. I don't know why. And you have plenty of female cousins. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. But yeah, I feel, um, it's, it's a blessing to have two sisters, you know. Yeah. All right, so happy birthday, Finn. Thank you. How do you feel with your age now? Don't tell us your age. Like... <laughs> <I'm really concerned. laughs> All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this very random conversation. Till next week, bye.